Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theatre in the Now, and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. Love lip syncs? Well, you're getting a full episode on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars for Episode 6. And joining me to break it all down is Annalie Fisher. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. So, where did you watch Drag Race this last episode? Chelsea Bell. Where's that? In Chelsea. How fitting. And who was there hosting? Nicole Anoscopy. Oh yeah, she's like kind of technically maybe your drag mom in a way. First person to put me into drag, I think that counts. I think yeah. that absolutely counts. In, in various forms, that's that's usually how it happens. She gave me Britties, so... She did give you Britties. That's a mom right there. Mm-hmm. So how are you enjoying the season so far? I'm loving it. I think they listen to what the fans want. I don't know if they read Reddit or something, but they improve on what people need. They, they needed more lip syncs for your life. I think they not only read Reddit, but um, they read Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and literally anything where the negative criticism was against All Stars Three. Right. Yeah. Um, it was. It's. It's. I mean, we still have more season to go. There's still a chance that a um, skinny white girl is going to win. But, You're right. They're right? self-aware though, and so they're not going to let it happen. This is the, the self-aware you would season. Think. We'll, we will see, but we will get into it all. But we are going to talk about this latest episode. Um, we didn't do an episode last week of Block Talk because I had no voice and there was no way I could actually like talk if I can't do that. So we're going to recap a little bit. Last episode, um, we had a double save, four people in the bottom. Wow, what's going to happen? Lady Bunny's dead, but she's not really dead. She comes back in a mirror and she tells the girls, turn around and look, there's the four eliminated queens. And we get the ultimate stare down and after a few beats... They hug. Really? <laughs> this, this I wanted drama. It's a tone change from All Stars 2. It's just not the same. But we lived for that. <laughs> we want the drama. This is These are gay people. We like gay drama. You're right. Well, there's a twist in the game, and the girls have arisen from the dead. But how? Um, the mirror message says that they will be lip-syncing for their life, 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 and they are going to go to bed not knowing what the hell that means. But I'm sure they had an idea, right? I think I would have been pooping myself, regardless. I would have been scared as a queen who's there, still, yeah. an all-star. Yeah, because, I mean, the remaining queens are not okay having all ten queens back in that competition. <sighs> um, we do get the face your, your inevitable facial elimination chat, where Jasmine says she would have done nothing differently. And then the girls, like, jab her about, um, you know, preparing a stand-up routine. Um, and she said maybe she would do that. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Farah is still devastated as um, she invested Everything she had in this competition. She congratulates Valentina for her redemption orgasm episode as she got to wear her Selena outfit, win an Ari lip sync, and send Farah home. It was a good episode for Valentina, that's for sure. It was almost like the producers wrote it. <laughs> the girls tell the Eliminated Queens that this was not only a bottom four, but it was a double save. So, who did Monet and Manila have in their boobies? Valentina. 
And Monet says it's because she was in the bottom before and did worse in the roast. And Manila agreed that it was Valentina's time, but oh, Valentina is not having any of this. Um, she thinks that the judges were laughing at her roast jokes, but the reality is they weren't. Mm-hmm. No, sad. Um, she even goes as far as to say that it doesn't matter what the judges said because she is going off of how she felt in her head. This episode is sponsored by Delusion by Jinx. Yes. Um, uh, her coconut has, head has a lot of fantasies, <laughs> and um, that is her reality, and that is what she is sticking with. Coconut head, I love that. She's wild. Like, I, I don't think I could sit down and have a conversation with her. Maybe it's a Samoa head, because there's something missing Maybe. in the middle. Maybe, it's true. Well, Latrice uh, goes out of her way and attacks Monique by saying her reasoning to send her home was disingenuous. Monique immediately goes, lies, 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 and says that Monet had a better report card. That's a safe explanation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I buy that. And then Latrice, she takes a little sip of delusion... Um, and she says that she hasn't been on the show three times because she's only been on twice because we don't count All-Stars 1. Oh, boy. True or false? It doesn't matter. None of it really matters. Like, your first time, your third time, your second time, you're back. So, slay, you know? Right. That's why, like, um, Shangela was on four times, even though she was on one episode of uh, season two. But I would say no excuses, you know? Yeah. Um, the one interesting thing about this segment was we didn't get a Gia moment. At all? Yeah. Is that because they didn't talk to her about it? Or do you think she said something so damaging oh that the producers were like, nope, we're not airing this? I mean, they lived for her drama the whole season, so it must... I don't know. Well, I mean, we all have heard the potential rumors that she basically had to be forced back to do this episode. Really? Because there was some blow up. And they said, your contract demands that you have to do this. You cannot walk off. I think she had some redemption because it was a strong performance. Yeah. Well, it was very interesting not to have a GM moment. I wanted to know what she said. Maybe it's on the cutting room floor. Hopefully we can get it one day. Um, But it's the next day, and Latrice screams, Bitch, I'm back. And we learn that deep behind Trinity's tuck is a deep, throbbing heart. Yes. Um, She's not bothered. And she calls Gia out for coming back to stir the pot, because that's what immediately Gia does. Of course. Just to her, though. It's weird. Well, Rue comes in in a cowboy hat and a suit, and it was a really weird look, to tell the girls that for the first time in Drag Race history, they will be having a lip sync Lala Perusa. Um, it's basically a lip sync for your life battle. Um, if the eliminated queen beats the remaining all-star, they return and the other goes home. And Manila and Monet gain immunity and do not have to participate. Um, agree, disagree, or do you still think it's like producer interference where we should have had someone go home last week and it would have been a five on five? I actually love the twist. I love the way it works to make people, you know, lip sync for their life again. Yeah. That's what I needed, and it was great. But, but like, if, if Valentina did go home, do you think it would have been a five on five? Probably. Yeah. I, I, they, they weren't letting that happen. Yeah, it sucks. Whatever. We also learned that we were getting a runway, and we will discuss why this was the worst, most wasteful <laughs> time crunch of stupidity ever. Um, yeah. Except the spaghetti miracle. Yeah, we'll get to it. I love it. I, I'm saying I love that outfit, but 
was wasted on this goddamn runway. Fair. Anyway, everyone's panties are in a twist, but this is Drag Queen 101. If you can't slay a lip sync, you does, does, don't deserve to be there. Uh, Valentina has a chat with Farah out of respect and hope that they're still cool. And Farah really, really wanted to know if she was the worst when she was eliminated. And Valentina immediately goes, yeah. That's one of my favorite moments of the season so far. Yeah, that Farrah was fun is to watch. gagged. You're going to ask. Like, be able to get over it. it. Yeah, if you have to. Um, do you think she'll still hold a grudge and pick Valentina? We will find out. Uh, Monique knows Latrice is about to pick her for the lip sync battle. Um, and the alliance that has somehow formed on the show, but we knew it was a, probably a thing, uh, Namomo. Um, <laughs> they talk about how Latrice's words to Monique weren't valid. Um, yeah, it's interesting. This episode, we learn that Naomi is in this little alliance with Monique and Monet um, because she references it uh, during the lip sync battles, too. Yeah, report card is not reliable this season. It's no. not clear who's over, who's under. Yeah. Um, Trinity says she's not nervous, but Potster or Gia says, thinks she is. And Gia says Trinity is the most nervous and thinks she might go for her. Latrice is ready to do this assignment. This is what she does. She has the power as the last queen eliminated, and she has the chance to finish her unfinished business. She's ready to win the war against Monique Hart. Who would have thought, in the the world of Drag Race, Monique versus Latrice? That would be the rivalry here. It does feel a little manufactured. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Except for Latrice's feelings about it, which do feel genuine. Yeah. Well, we're back to Gia as she's stirring the pot with Naomi because she and Naomi kind of both need airtime. Uh, Gia tries to butter her up and then reveals that she's not the most comfortable in this competition. And on her break during her eliminated days, uh, she realized that just because she puts on a wig and a costume doesn't make her any less of a woman. It was, it was nice to It was nice. I think they wanted that to be the moment for Gia of yeah. the episode. Um, we learn that uh, Miss Jasmine Masters gets the scraps and doesn't get to pick a queen. Um, she says lip syncing is her livelihood. It isn't excited to potentially send a bitch home. As Latrice says, she's old school and old. <laughs> As we continue to circle around the room, because this is literally the only content we have for this episode, Trinity asks Farah how she's feeling. Uh, and we learn that Farah has been doing drag for seven fucking years. Mm-hmm. And she is 22, 23? I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, she, you would think there's a massive improvement in seven years, performance-wise. She's a Vegas girl, right? Yeah. Well, now she's in L.A., but yeah, she's Vegas trained. She's a look queen. She's not a performer, and that's... But the look is a gag. Yeah, but in this day and age, you gotta have it all... I guess so. You gotta juggle. You gotta be Chanel. Yeah. Well, Trinity tries to build her up and make her realize that she has to believe in herself and not have others believe in her first. And I, I get that. I, I have, have those days. Manila and Monet, they finally get some airtime because, you know, they have, they have immunity and they really have to do anything. They sit in the corner out of drag, excited that they have immunity, and pass them the popcorn because they're just going to watch. Obviously, this moment was taken completely out of, like, time context. Because all the girls are getting, uh, p- putting their makeup on. And they're completely out of drag. Um, and we, <laughs> we know they're going to be on the runway, too. So, it was weird. It was fine. Whatever. It's editing. It's a reality TV show. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you, Alexis. Um, so it's time for the runway. And it is Lala Perusa. Um, eleganza, which aka is just a waste of everyone's time. Um, but first, <laughs> we learn that RuPaul has legs. She does, in fact, have legs. 
Oh my God. What What is it about an Emmy that just makes her look so fabulous? Yeah. Um, the dress was like Barbie realness. Yeah. I the hair was incredible. Absolutely love the dress, but the look overall. Yeah, I, I it, it, it. works. Um, so we like to play games here. We're not going to do any tooting or booting. We're going to play La La or Na Na. Oh, wow. Uh-huh, I know. I'm, I'm fun here. I, I, <laughs> we should get some more staff writers because this is getting bland. Anyway, we're going to start off with Jewish herself, Jasmine Masters. Um, she's wearing her best Amazon Prime cat suit. Um, I think her hair is right, but everything about her look is just basic. What I needed from that was a little bit more padding, just to give us some proportionizing. Yeah, it was very flat. Every, everything about it was, like, flat and bland and boring, and you could see this at any drag show in any city. Fair. Um, she was sparkly, and that's nice, but it, it's this is All-Stars. This is now your second chance on All-Stars. Give us something good. She was getting her Jewish, though. She was. And that's the thing about Jasmine Masters. She she can do horrible on the reality TV show. If she's feeling it, that's all she cares about. Yeah. That's her life. Uh, for me, this was a na-na. Na-na. Yeah. Next up is Farah. Uh, dear God, this is the best um, Farah, and this is the one I've been waiting for. I absolutely love her long hair. It had just a hint of volume. It wasn't flat, but it had like a little volume into it. Um, I think the colors were soft and stunning on her, um, proving that she may actually be a real woman. Yes. She might also be a pony. And that's possible, too. Yes, she, she could be a pony. Yeah. Um, the thing I think I would change is the gold boots. They were a little too loud for the rest of the outfit because it did pull your attention down when you really wanted to be focused on the pinks, and the oranges, and the yellows of the look. I really enjoyed the iridescence in them. I thought it took it to sort of space. That's fair. Um, overall, it was a Lala. I loved it. Lala. Next we have Gia Gunn, and she's got that long pony and that business fish top and that skirt. It's cute. First glance, I was like, I absolutely love this. Watching the episode again, knowing what will eventually happen, I took a second look, and you, you see her reveal poking out at the bottom on the back. Right. But if you take the reveal overall, it's much better than some, some much more obvious reveals we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. I, and I also didn't clock it initially. Yeah. But for the first, again, we're looking at this as a runway. The first thing that they're showing us, I'm still a fan of it. I was definitely a la-la for Gia. La-la. Yeah. Next we have Latrice Royale. This is just classic Latrice, and this proves that there is no theme to the runway because this is just Latrice wearing whatever she wants. For a moment, I was like, okay, maybe all these have like something to do with like rock stars because you had like the roses, maybe it's like Guns and Roses, and then like Farrah doing her Christina Britney illusion, and then um, Gia doing the '80s like schoolgirl thing, and then Latrice just blows all that up, and I was like, why? Do, what are we doing here? I'm tending towards Nana because RuPaul learned from previous seasons. I think they told Latrice on her season. Those boots are not... Yeah. So as a runway, it did not work for me. No. For lip sync, it did something for yeah. her. Yeah. No, I think, again, runway, this was... This, it was her. It was nothing new. Like, I understand. Going on Drag Race is expensive. Going on Drag Race when you have a wedding probably three months later, that's really expensive. So you pull what you already have, and those were garments that she probably paid a pretty penny for anyway, so why not rewear them? This is, again, all-stars. You have to step it up. You have to give us something new. Yeah. Give us a new silhouette. Give us a new 
look, give us a different beat. It just, it was Latrice Royale. I still, for me, will go with Lala because it did look good with on her sans the boots because the hair was also fantastic. I'm still a no-no. All right, all right, that's fine. First time we disagree this podcast. Hey. When we normally disagree on everything in life, so. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? I thought this was going to be like the view where we'd be fighting the entire time, but this is good so far. The microphone is a pacifier. It's true, it's true. Next up is the brilliance known as Manila Luzon. Spaghetti and meatball realness. It's a fucking brilliant concept. Um, I just love every little minute detail that she had everything on the hat though you had to like see it from above stone to the gods um i love that she brought her signature hair into the look um she is proving that she is the runway queen of this season yeah i agree it's timeless it's part of her hall of fame with her pineapple and with oh my gosh she she's turning it out and she's telling a story while still being true to herself being campy being fun I, I'm I'm in love with this look. There's Still nothing wrong with it. Elevating drag, yeah. I would say. Um, Monet, I thought she looked stunning. Um, I thought the beading was gorgeous. The hair fit just right. Um, I, I, I like the colors on her. I know that um, our friends uh, Trixie and Katya did not like it at all. Um, I liked it. I think I was just underwhelmed. And that's just Fair. not enough for me in All-Stars, I'd say. Fair. But again, what did this runway mean for her? We obviously saw Manila a second ago just bring everything out to the runway. And Monet's like, well, this is the other thing I had in my bag, and I don't want to waste anything else I have. We'll see if that separates the you know top three from the it's rest true. of the back. We'll see. Um, for me, it was a Lala. Lala. Monique Hart. Um, I like her in purple. I'm always a fan of her in purple. But her face, I again, what is happening with this highlight? There's some, I don't think she knows how to paint for TV. I think that's the problem. We have seen worse of this problem you're talking about. I think this was one of the more okay weeks for that. Yeah, but I, I, I think because the lights are so bright and it's catching that highlight, it's bouncing right off of her. She steps right onto the runway and that face is like a neon sign glowing. Mm-hmm. Um... I think the only way this look was sold as a runway look was because of the um, ruffled jacket that she was like right. wearing along her arms, almost like it looked like sleeves. Um, if she didn't have it, it became a very pedestrian look. I think I would have liked it better with her reveal wig. Really? Maybe. Oh, no. I hated that neon orange. <laughs> oh, that looked like a fucking shake and go. As it was, I just needed more from the look. Yeah, and again, and again, like, what are what was this challenge for the queens? What were they told? What like, literally, this just seems like pull whatever you have and wear it to perform in. Yeah, it was a performance look, and that's fine. So you could call it. Some say it was an outfit reveal, but she just removed pieces of the outfit. So Correct. That doesn't really count for me. No, either. it's not a reveal. Not at all. Not at all. It's stripping. It's it is. It's getting comfortable. It's getting not ready to do burlesque. No, not at all. Because burlesque has to be timed to the music properly. <laughs> saying it. Naomi. She's got collar upon collar on her bondage-inspired look. Um, but really, what she's doing here is serving body. It's all about the body. True. Um, she's stunning. Her friend's name is Fashion. This is just right up her alley. It's what she does best. And she's nailing it more. I think she... 
saw herself on TV mm-hmm. and just got better. And is yeah. doing the same thing she's always done better. Yeah, and she's like, I don't like my lips. I'm getting bigger lips. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> for me, Lala. Absolutely stunning. I A win for me from Naomi. Agree. Lala. Are, Do we we doing, we... are we doing top Lala? No. Bottom Nana? No. Do we say Monique's for me was Nana? I forgot if we mentioned it. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to say Nana. Yeah, yeah. Next up is Trinity. Um, I wonder if she's got a reveal under there. Oh, Good God. God. Again, we are basing this on the runway as seen on walking down the runway and their talk. We know she had a reveal. She told us she had a reveal. This is what she wanted to do. We're going to discuss said reveal later on. Um, based on a runway, this is poor. It's boring. It's horrible. It's a fucking black cloak. It's the most egregious example since maybe Alaska. But Alaska at least had trash bag as part of her brand. Right. Whereas this is like... This is literally the backside of the cloak. Yeah. It was it was not good at all. Put a stone so, on it, maybe? Sure. Put some... <laughs> it was just not good. For me, Nana. Bye-bye. Nana. And finally, Valentina. Stoned, stoned, stoned. Um, I know she's worn this before, but it's still gorgeous. I love the hair color on her. Um, it kind of reminded me of um, the the playbill for City of Angels, just the way like her head and the red like just played off of each other. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? It was it was it was her. This is classic her. This is the new Valentina we all know and love. Um, she hasn't brought it to the runway as much as Manila has this season, but she is still a style icon. And she does her really well. Yeah. But that doesn't take me to another world exactly like Manila no, does. No. It takes me to Valentina Land. You no, know, she's a fa- she is a fashion model. When she finishes this show, she will continue to be booked for Vogue and Vogue Italy and Vogue Brazil and Vogue everywhere. This is what she wants to do. And this is just the platform she's she jumping off of. Agree. For me, Lala. Lala. Well, now it's time for the Lala Perusa oh. as we got the lip sync battles. We're going to go through each one of them. Talk about the highlights, the lowlights, whatever we want to talk about for each. And first up, it's Jasmine Masters, and we learn that she was stuck with Trinity. And Trinity picks the song, Peanut Butter. Latrice says before the lip sync starts to not take naps on Jasmine Masters, but I think Jasmine Masters took naps on learning the lyrics to a RuPaul song. Fair. What the fuck? Like, first off, we did this song in All Stars 3. (laughs) <laughs> it is iconic for Shangela and her controversial fat suit. We've done Peanut Butter. First off, are there no other RuPaul songs we could have picked from? They just wanted to have an ass-shaking song. Right. Um, you would think, knowing that song had just been done, you as a drag artist in the world of Drag Race would have that in your repertoire because someone's going to request it somewhere. Fair. So I have. there's no excuses. Um, but let's talk about Trinity right now. Um, she immediately revealed her costume, and it was the most underwhelming thing ever. I mean, this takes me back to her finale. Like, I don't she, think she had the timing right for her reveal then either. No, she just, I, I don't, I, I question it. And then seeing what was underneath, that would have been an incredible runway. Agree. Such a bad move. What did the reveal part of it actually get you? When Nothing. we know your freaking name is about your body. Right. It, it, was, it was bad. Um, um, Jasmine tries her best to shake her peanut butter, but it's just sad. I thought it was funny. 
Sure, but next to Trinity, like you could just see Jasmine running out of steam, um, and then we get Trinity's famous butt shake that Ferris so wanted us to see, um, and just like that, Trinity stays. I wanted it to be more of a Charlie Hyde's moment where she just got blown depth charge out of the water, but no, that's okay. No, Jasmine tried. She knew that she couldn't really embarrass herself. Like, any time they cut away to her and trying to do lyrics, it didn't work. It was bad. You, you knew she probably has never heard a RuPaul song besides ones that play on the show. Um, but she, she did her best. I think it was the rightful winner. Trinity did win this battle. Agree. Next up, it's Farrah. And she picked Valentina, which they will be doing Kitty Girl. Now, I just want to discuss this moment for a hot second. Obviously, Valentina was very offended. Let's look at the situation. Farrah had the choice between Valentina or Trinity. In what world is she going to pick Trinity? This is telenovela moment. Right. Like, TV-wise, you pick Valentina. Friend-wise, you pick Valentina because you're closer to uh, Trinity than Valentina. Lip sync wise, Valentina is not as strong as um, Trinity. Of course, you pick Valentina in this moment. Absolutely. So I don't want to hear Valentina stand like people freaking out about that. This was the right decision. Don't be offended. Um, did you notice though before um, uh, Valentina picked the song that Trinity on the side sniffed Bryce's ass as he was walking by? I did not notice that. Yeah. Um, I guess this um, sequester thing where you really are alone in a room um, without sex got to her mind a little bit. Wow. And she picked the straight guy, too. Well, that's sort of like just Trinity style, right? It's true. Well, it got to the lip sync. I thought Farrah was bringing a lot of ferocity in her performance, while Valentina just gave you that signature smile. It was fine. Um, I don't think I've seen Farrah do better. This was an incredible performance for her. Um, I just honestly wish the hair didn't fly in her face as much as it did. I think lip syncs have become about creating moments. That's Mm -hmm. why reveals are so popular. But if the moment is your hair getting stuck in your face that sticks in my mind, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. It's an unbelievably high standard, but... Well, what sticks in my mind is Valentina, her choreography, was very um, close to our dear friend Nicole Anoscopy. (laughs) Um, It didn't sync up to the dance properly. Um, It was just hilarious (laughs) to watch. It was just like throwing your flail in your arms. And it worked! It worked! Because it was cutesy, it was funny, the smile was attached, and you know what? She won. She was serving pussy. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it was a very, very close race, uh, but Valentina is saved, and Farrah goes home once again. Agree? Rightful. Do you agree? Yes, I do. No, right. Next, we have Gia versus Naomi in Adrenaline. Um, again, in, I thought this was probably the right choice for Gia to pick. Um, though, it, I think if you're really playing the game, maybe Valentina would have been the pick, because Naomi's probably a little stronger. That being said, Gia comes from the House of Edwards, known for tricks, stunts, and buffoonery, and Naomi is worried because she has up her sleeve. But do you know what Naomi has up her sleeve? A stage scooch. Twice. (laughs) Twice. She stage scooches. She knows what works for her. Her legs work for her, so she used them to travel. I mean, obviously, that, that surface is very slippery so scooching on that stage looks gorgeous don't think you can do it at every venue um <laughs> broken glass just yeah. um if you do recall naomi did part of this song um in the bitch perfect challenge on season eight. Oh. i don't think it was her actual lip sync but she was a part of that moment right 
because uh, this was with the um, whole uh, uh, Betty and Thorgy arguing about like the right doing the uh, the shot. Oh, season eight! I wish we could go back. <laughs> um, so we learned that this is the human hair bundle battle, um, and then Gia fucking does a reveal, and it was amazing. But we don't talk about her reveal because everyone wants to talk about Naomi's backbend and the pool of hair on the ground. I um, don't know how a body is physically able to do what Naomi's did. I know having heels helps that a little bit, but that looks like it hurt. Sure. Pain's part of, like, drag, right? I wouldn't know. I don't do drag. Oh, right. I am smart. No, <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, she, like, did it. She did that. She did that. And I think a lot of people are going to recreate that moment, which in a way is part of why she won. Agreed. But I'm going to make a hot take. Gia really could have won as well. Could have. I would agree. But uh, I think should have. They, I, I don't think no, so. No. And that's the battle. It, for Gia to win, she needed to do what she did plus five. But what? Five of what? I don't know. She needed to amp it up even more because this was not only redemption, this is redemption plus winning a lip sync. She didn't do enough to win uh, and beat Naomi. So we say goodbye to Shitster one more time. And finally, Latrice versus Monique, the battle of the century in Sissy That Walk. It is the moment we've been waiting for. It's not the gay Super Bowl because that would be the Tony Awards. Uh, Know your facts or facts, Miss America, Monique. Um... Latrice, we also learn, is ready to stomp a mud hole in Monique's ass. I love the way she speaks. As someone from the South, have you heard of this phrase, stomping a mud hole? No, I just want people to get creative like that with their English. I have heard this phrase, stomp a mud hole. What the fuck does Um, that mean? um, It was used on Big Brother this past season by the Southern girl. um, She was very angry. She said she was going to stomp a mud hole in someone's face. Oh, I love Um, that. Yeah, coming out of this like little petite woman, and oh, it was terrifying. You thought she was actually going to kill someone. Uh, But yeah, so this is a phrase that I've now learned, and thank you, South, for giving me that. Is it it a mud hole like for pigs or something? I don't know. (laughs) I I couldn't tell you the etymology of it. Um, I think they're both bringing their brand of diva to this performance. Latrice removes one set of hair to reveal another um, as Monique decides to drop her sleeves. That was an interesting moment of timing. (laughs) Um, But what's that? Monique dips her head and there's new hair too. Do you think they both knew that they were doing a hair reveal? No. Do you think Monique should have kept the hair on? No. You think even though uh, Latrice already did it, it was fine to do it as well? I think it helped them in the end getting a double win. Interesting. So the it, the hair reveal saved Monique Hart. It was a combination of things. It was a very incredibly close um, lip sync. I think in any other situation, any other season, this lip sync comes down to taste. Um, right. I agree. Because they both gave you the splits. They both gave you the tricks. They both gave you the reveals. It was very, very, very close. And Rue decides, Latrice, Shantae, you stay. But wait, another twist. Monique, Shantae, you stay too. Another week of double save. It's getting a little bit frequent for me. Yeah. Overall. So, we're going to move on to the burning questions. We're back at Seven Queens. Are we going to get a double elimination coming up, or is it going to be a bigger finale? Oh, I hope we get a double elimination. People will be 
ripping their hair out. Do you think out, it would crying. be this episode, or do you think it will be like later on? Because um, like, later on, we'll yeah. skip one episode and they'll do a double. People are going to be crying in the streets. Because like what I could see happening is um, this next episode we learn is a group challenge. What if one group just fails so badly and Rue's like, both of you, goodbye. That actually shocked me, though, on an All-Star season because... Well, there have been a lot of things that shocked me this season. Right, true. Um, so we learned that next se- next week's challenge is a club challenge. They have to create their own club and host a party. Um, I don't. It's not confirmed yet, but I, I'm sure this is the episode Suzanne Barsh is going to be on. Yes. We, we saw um, that in the preview. We did, we did see her? I didn't even One see clip. her. One clip. Of her? Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, she's going to be on this season, this episode. Um, are you excited by it? Are you are you a fan of like makeover challenges? This like, is like a makeover challenge for a space. Yeah, like I'm as we if you follow me on social media, you know that I have an obsession with this Australian TV show called Instant Home. I love like interior design, oh, I love yeah. that kind of thing, and I love that they're bringing that into this challenge. So, this is a new idea, a new concept, and whoever came up with it, I don't care how it goes, you win. This was I'm excited for this challenge. It's genius. I think it's going to be so hard. Yeah. Um, I was trying to decipher who's on which team. It's, I can't, I'm, I'm having trouble. It's going to be a tough one to judge as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be out of the box. And, um, who do you think's going home? Who's in danger? Monique. You think Monique? I think we are looking at either a Lat- another Latrice go by, or I think it's Valentina's time. I think the girls have had it with her. The girls, certainly. Well, if we're going back to All-Star Rules, why keep her? They, she was supposed to go home. And yeah, we'll see if she can pull it off with some sort of crazy club. Yeah. I, I do hope we get a club kid um, runway, because I want to see what fucking Latrice would do for that. Oh, yes. Could you imagine? No, I can't. We need that, though. Yeah. Suzanne Barch is going to be there. Why wouldn't you do a club kid runway? Yeah, she'll be serving a look. She will. I'm sure she will. Well, this was fun, but where can we find you on social media? At Annalie Fisher. On Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and if you don't know, Miss Fisher makes headpieces. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, I decided to call them Fisher's Fascinators because they do attach to your head with bobby pins and stuff. I can do custom pieces. We can talk about something that you had an idea for that you didn't know how to make. I usually do paper mache. Um, so they're pretty yeah, lightweight. So very lightweight, and they stick well to a way you can move around. Um, yeah. Send me a message on Instagram, and we'll talk about something you want to make. Yeah, and you just had an incredible photo shoot uh, showcasing some of those. We did an Alice in Wonderland theme featuring some fabulous queens. Including? Nicole Anoscopy, Harriola Grande, Aviva Dickman, and at James is Smiling on Instagram. That's, that's a male, a human a male. male specimen. Uh-huh. He was a cute specimen, too. Very. Yeah. Well, this was fun. I can't wait to see what happens next week, and let's let's make it... Okay, this is basically the halfway point. We know that um, the season's coming to an end because on Thursday, we're getting our big reveal for season 11 already. Um, who's winning the season? Manila. I have to go Manila. Based on the report cards, Manila Luzon wins. Yeah, and I'm happy with that. I think she was aching for a win ever since season 3. Manila was robbed. I'm going to just continue that one. Fuck Raven was robbed. Manila was robbed. That is the hottest of hot takes. I, 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 Ray, Raja, you're very nice. You're very tall. You do fashion well. Manila was robbed. 
Those of you who have not seen season three, go back and watch it. Yeah, it's a good season. And it helps when she does her callbacks to previous looks, just saying. Well, this was fun. Thanks for being on. Of course. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm.